Let's flex that pleasure muscle. In this episode, we'll talk all about how you can feel more joy in your life. The Embody Podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. Welcome back to the Embody Podcast. As we start today, I invite you to just take a couple of breaths and look around your space or wherever you are and take in what looks or feels pleasant to you as you gaze upon your surroundings. In somatic experiencing, this is orienting and something that we do, that animals do to feel safe, but also to enjoy what's going on around them. The topic of today is about having a pleasure filter or a joy filter. And this is one of the most basic exercises that you can do, practices that you can do to just attune yourself to pleasure, attune yourself to what looks good, what feels good. And when we do that, it allows our nervous system to remember that it's safe and it brings about more healing in the body and more easeful healing and a comfortable feeling. So don't we want to be feeling good? Well, a couple of updates before we jump into the main topic. I, um, in two episodes ago, talked about messages from my colon and having colon hydrotherapy really changed my life. And I was in the process of looking for a house. And at this point, oh gosh, it's been such a fun process. All the right players involved um, helped me and made this process just super fun, yummy, and easy. And in about three weeks time, I found the house that I just really fell in love with it's not 100% perfect in all the ways, but um, it really feels like this is the house for me. Originally, I was looking for something a little bit bigger and a lot more acreage so that I could have woods around me, maybe do some retreats, have a room for music or art, and then have another spare room for guests for retreats, um, the personal retreats and couples retreats that I do. But the night before I found this house online, I I felt into it and I just thought, I just would love the house that supports me in being the most like myself, the most me, and um, bring me happiness. 
And so that very next day, this is the house that popped up and I was like, whoa, I have to see this house. And it was way smaller than um, I had anticipated mentally before. So I just trusted it and felt like, you know, we'll see. And sure enough, I really loved it. And I'm in the closing process. um, And hopefully everything will come together. There's just one piece that's left. And I just feel a really deep trust that this is the house for me. And if it's not, then I'm going to be led in the right direction. In the meantime, I actually got sick. Uh, I had a bit of a cold, it seemed like, and maybe strep throat. Um, Right around this time that I found this house, I was just so happy. Things were going really well. And um, when this happens, sometimes what I don't do is give myself the quiet time that I really need to let any energies or emotions move through. And so I started to feel congested, not like sinusy congested, but more so energetically congested, emotionally congested. And I just felt like icky in my body. I felt some tension and kind of just not clear and grounded, more so full and cringy. I don't know how else to describe it. And so if it gets that far, my body gets sick and to tell me, you know, hey, slow down so you can clear up some of this stuff. That's usually what happens. That's what it felt like this time. Um, Sometimes sickness for me is indicating something else or something particular. And this time it just felt like what I needed to keep up with in my own energy. I was playing volleyball a lot, a couple times a week still, uh, playing indoor volleyball. I love it. And recently, I started practicing with an eight-piece band, and um, I'm singing mostly, and there's a violinist, a couple of three guitarists, piano player, and a couple of backup vocalists, and um, it's and a drummer, and it's it was just magical to perform with them. We sang, um, I sang Uninvited by Alanis Morissette and also did a du- like a trio singing the song Fix You by Coldplay. It was so much fun and I hope we continue. It's, it's a part of what I want to be doing in this next segment of my life is sharing my voice and continuing to take voice lessons so my voice can come through with its most natural sound and clarity. So before we go on, I want to just thank you all for listening. I received so many sweet and touching messages about the podcast unexpectedly, and it really keeps me going and it really makes me feel real warm and inspired and I just love having that connection with you all. And if you're out there listening quietly, silently, I I see you and sense you out there, even if I don't know you. And thank you. So I'm here still in Michigan and we're sinking into more of winter. We had a 
first big snow last week and it was beautiful. And every time I'm working with my clients and when we get into this cold weather, I'm reminded of how important receiving touch is. And receiving touch, even from yourself, to soothe your body, to contain, to bring pleasure, to comfort yourself is so important. Like even just giving yourself a self-hug or holding your joints or when you find yourself sharing a story or taking a break at work that maybe your hands automatically start to massage your forehead or your temples or touch your neck or your heart those natural movements are, are your body knowing exactly what is needed to soothe you. And what I love to do is just go with it, run with it, and notice what my hands naturally want to do and bring my attention there so that I can receive and feel that touch. So two years ago... Geez, was it two years ago? Eh, it was like a, a year and a half ago when COVID was really just beginning. I was in Mexico and I created a course on touch in the time of COVID and receiving your own touch in a way that can allow you to heal and deepen your healing or to uh, reduce overwhelm, depression, or anxiety. And there are two segments to that. And you can still get them online at my website at candysu.com slash touch. And if you're interested, just check it out. So let's talk about having a joy filter or a pleasure filter on your life. I was thinking about this a lot recently because one of the things that happens that can happen is we focus so much on our problems. We focus on the things that are going wrong or our struggle or the complaints we have, the things we're not happy with. And there's a reason we want to change that or we want to feel better. But focusing on them sometimes, well, especially if you're focusing on them in a way that is like belaboring it or just mentally um, dwelling on it. Sometimes that can really bring the opposite effect of making us feel better. It can make us feel worse and it can set in motion the momentum of focusing on things that are not good in our lives. It's like having an overall focus in our lives on the things that are not good. And what if we were focusing on the things that were good or pleasurable or joyful for us? When we do that, when I do that, the things that I appreciate grow sometimes and my ability to notice the things that are good in life, that grows. So can you place a joy filter on your life? Kind of like putting on glasses that let you see clearly 
all the joy in your life or the pleasure in your life? Can you sift through and extract those moments and allow yourself to have more of your attention on those moments? I'm definitely not saying to avoid discomfort or that discomfort's bad or or that there are certain emotions that are bad or um, that you shouldn't feel them. Definitely feel it all without resistance. But having this filter, looking at the good things, looking at the pleasurable things can do so much to support your nervous system and your body in moving through the tougher feelings. But also it flexes that muscle that you want to have that allows you to feel great in life, that makes things feel yummy and that you can bask in what's delicious and take it in and truly, fully, deeply appreciate it. How much do you just skip over some of the good things? You know, you say, yay, great. And then you go to like the next thing. What's the next problem or what's the next thing you need to do on your list? And how about basking in it for longer and breathing it into your body and letting your awareness be with the celebration, however that wants to come about. Maybe it's jumping up and down and and enjoying that feeling or maybe it's just sitting in peace and acknowledging and honoring what's enjoyable or some accomplishment or something you feel grateful for in your life. Wouldn't it be great if you could just feel that way almost all the time? I mean, I know people say, or there's that saying, like, if you don't feel your sadness, you don't know your pleasure or happiness we're going to feel we're going to have the discomfort but wouldn't it be wonderful to just have more of the feeling good in your life it's a way that we can direct our attention to give ourselves more out of life more of more out of the moment and that more is already here. So it's just looking at what's here and the beauty that's already here, but also drawing upon any good thoughts and beliefs that allow you to feel good or pleasurable or to feel excited or joyful. That's truly using our creative energy and our power to create the vibration that we want to be in. So we can use what's here already to let that happen, you know, just appreciating that you have a bed to sleep in or a warm place to be when it's cold outside or that you're breathing or whatever is in your life that you do appreciate that is the simple stuff. That becomes the priority. That is the reality. You know, if you weren't alive, you wouldn't be able to appreciate any of this stuff. 
So what's the evidence that you're alive and safe here? Having had so much trauma in my past and in my life, having to deal with so much emotional stuff that was incomplete, I felt like my body was kind of hijacked in a way, like I was constantly feeling the hard stuff. It, it made up so much of my being and energetically was just like weighing me down that it demanded to be seen. And so I spent a good amount of time seeing those things, completing those pieces. And that created a kind of momentum I did a lot of healing, which was great. And at the same time, I learned where I conditioned myself to flex the muscle of looking at all the hard stuff, diving in deep. And uh, there's definitely a time and place for that. And in this last couple of years, maybe five, I noticed that I was just skipping over the pleasure in order to you know, take more bites of the the tough stuff. So didn't I want to be feeling good? Wasn't that all for the purpose of feeling good, all that healing? Yeah, <laughs> but I was skipping over it. And um, at the same time, there was some momentum of the trauma, uh, the meanings I took forward or that I came in with about myself or about life where I felt like I didn't deserve to feel happy or I didn't deserve love. I didn't deserve the good things in life or to even slow down. And I just deserved suffering. I didn't consciously have those thoughts, but they were deep in the layers of my being by the way that I um, would move past the good things, maybe appreciate them momentarily, but Perhaps that was like 5% of my attention. So if you ask yourself, what amount, of your what amount of your attention goes towards the beauty in life and taking it in and really integrating it and soaking in it, basking in it? And what amount of your attention goes towards feeling the struggle or looking at problems. Not that you shouldn't, but you might see what amount of your energy goes in each direction or how your being, your state of being is when you look at things that you want to change or improve or to be different. There's a way to feel pleasure through that process too. How much do you lean in and deepen into the yummy in your life? The joy in your life, the pleasure. How much do you want to? It's like doing push-ups. You know, if you want your our muscles to be stronger, you've got to do build up and practice doing one push-up, doing five, doing 10, and then going upwards from there or changing the weight on your body. Having 
the muscle to feel pleasure and to sit in it and bathe in it takes practice and it takes each moment making a choice to do so. You can choose to do three push-ups or you can choose to do five. And you can choose to take a moment and look for what's pleasurable or you can not. Even when you're standing at a grocery store and, you know, notice where your attention is and how it's placed and how that feels. Are you noticing how long it's taking and that's making you feel impatient or irritable? And sure, you know, nobody really wants to be waiting that long. But if you could enjoy it and observe things around you or look at the plants nearby or have a lovely thought in your mind and laugh with yourself or, I don't know, feel tickled, I don't, whatever can bring you satisfaction, wouldn't you rather be feeling that while you need to wait? So what we appreciate, appreciates. And when we do have that pleasure filter on our lives, then more grows from it. And we're also able to see with bigger and more open eyes that there's beauty all around us. There's beauty in the moments. There's something to enjoy no matter what's going on. Even if you just look inside of yourself if there's nothing outside of you to enjoy you can always go inside and sense in to any part of your body that's feeling good or and that's more of like a right here and now kind of thing feeling whatever part of you feels good or neutral or okay or peaceful or safe or even just present Or you can draw up a memory that brings you connection with a joyful feeling or a peaceful feeling. There's always a way. And even if it's challenging to do, it's definitely still a choice that you have any moment. So that's all I have for you today it's wonderful to have you here and i appreciate every single one of you sending big hugs to you all and have a lovely lovely week if you'd like to give back to the podcast you can always send me a venmo if you are in the u.s or have access to venmo my handle is at candace-woo-2 last four digits is 5001 If you're out of the country or you don't have access to Venmo, you can always go to my website, candiswoo.com slash support and send a one-time or repeating donation. And all that money goes to Fuel the Podcast. Thanks so much and see you next time on the Embody Podcast.